Welcome to the podcast. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I've gone from being in complete overwhelm, burning the candle at both ends, and watching my health, relationships, and business suffer, to creating a life with more joy, ease, and abundance. If you're ready to let go of the overwhelm, reclaim your health, and push past your comfort zone so that you can unleash your next level of success to create a greater impact, then sit back as we delve into conversations as well as bring on guests to share with you tools, knowledge, and real action steps to get you there. Listen in because you never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hi, Francesca. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Rosa. Great to be back. Thanks for having me. It's always so fun having you on. We were just already catching up over so many things. (laughs) So we're, know. we could have just had like an hour conversation to ourselves, couldn't we? So easily. I'll have to come visit you in London this summer. For those of yes. you who don't know, Francesca, we we met as like early on in our personal training careers. And um, it's just been amazing to see where your career path has gone on, on as a transformational coach and author and so many amazing things. And in the podcast, I will share all of your links in our, in the show notes so that people can get in touch. Today, we're speaking about a specific topic because um, I saw you on social media doing uh, just a live video on products that you create for your own personal self that are clean and they were for like beauty products I believe even cleaning products and I was just like oh that's so cool because I'm all into non-toxic but I've never actually made my own stuff I was like I didn't realize I don't know I, I guess I just never considered it so it's always nice when someone kind of opens up the world to you which you did and then I thought well if I just learned something from you we need to share this with as many people as possible and then it's always just fun chatting with you but tell me like what put you on this path to creating your own products and what what are they like share with us exactly the, mm. the kinds of things you make sure well I I suppose when I was younger I always had um quite natural products anyway because I had I grew up I had a lot of gut issues as a child and as a teenager a lot of gut issues um and at some one point in my life as a teenager I I had this fungal kind of patchiness on my skin um which was a fungal infection that stems from the gut and and I had a yeah and then I had a lot of chemical sensitivities as well and food intolerances and things and and like allergies like the hay fever and Mm. asthma so um because I was quite sensitive to chemicals my my mum did um she would I suppose it just sort sort of naturally happened like she would bring in maybe like um buy like this organic uh natural skincare brand that I would start using um and and then sometimes she dabbled with making her own products as well um and then I suppose just as in my 20s, I didn't really use like natural organic products, but I was conscious of what I was buying. But I would buy perhaps things that I thought were natural, but that's a whole nother thing because when you come to cosmetics and body care, what is deemed natural, the 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 regulations are pretty loose compared to like food and things. So actually it was like, oh, okay, like, you know, the body shop when I was like really you know yeah. teenager 20 do you think that's like yeah. the natural or like you know product stuff that's, that's, that was full of full of you yeah. know still got the full of 
chemicals. Um, but then over the years when I studied my holistic lifestyle coaching and that's one of the things we go through is we talk a lot about environmental toxicity and toxicity in, in like body care products and household products and everything because that has just amplified, especially over the last 10, 15, 20 years. And we've seen a massive rise in lifestyle diseases, autoimmune diseases, um, chronic fatigue, and a, a lot of these things sometimes, not always, but contributed to, to, to environmental toxicity, heavy metals as well. Um, and um, and also the rise of, I'll talk about this a, a bit later, but things like um, estrogen dominant uh, diseases, breast cancer, um, and challenges like fibroids, endometriosis, which come from xenoestrogens mm-hmm. in mostly body care products. <laughs> so, so I had the awareness about, yeah, 10, a good awareness 10 years ago when I was doing my um, holistic lifestyle coaching training and so from there I, well actually before that I was buying natural organic skin like body care skincare products um, and then when I was writing my book self-care for life in the city that's one of the sections I write about detoxify your home so we have like detoxifying your 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 kitchen products um like household cleaning products rather and then detoxify your body care products and as I was researching looking up like the ingredients the different different components and what that might um, contribute to health I was like whoa (laughs) there's a lot this is crazy how is this even how we how are the these companies and products even getting away with putting all these products in that are wreaking hormonal havoc really um and then I just sort of came because I was writing about it in my book I would come across some recipes online and you know was researching online and it was really easy simple I thought okay let me just try it for myself so I made a few of my own household products from some of the recipes and then just over time just I would I would make my own kind of soaps and body wash um, and deodorant most recently, and it's kind of fun. It saves money. <laughs> they last for ages. And you saying that in the video, I was like, oh, okay, that's another incentive. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just like, okay, well, I'll just. I mean, there's some things I still buy, of course. Like I don't make my own cleanser or skin like skincare as such but that might be something down the line but just the kind of really easy bang for buck stuff I love that I mean you're definitely speaking my language when I was in my early 20s I remember going with my aunt she had cancer and we went to Mexico to do an alternative treatment and um sadly it didn't work for her because she was just so late in in oh. in her disease but what I learned there was fascinating and it was all about the chemicals in our food, in our products, in our, just everything in our water. And it's really started to open up my world to the, to this, but apart from like, okay, don't just, just don't use those things. I didn't really know where to go. Like you said, other than maybe buying things that are organic and, but it can be very expensive. And like Mm -hmm. you said, might not be exactly what we think unless we're very good at reading those labels and understanding because I always say marketing ruins everything in the sense that um 
they, you know, a product might even start out clean and slowly companies will add things to it to make it um, cheaper. And I always use the example of almond milk. I remember being in London when almond milk first became a thing. And it used to say almonds, water, maybe one like little guar gum or something, right? But like three ingredients, maybe four max. Now, the exact same brand, you look on the back and it's like a huge list. And so- So it's, you have to keep reading the labels too, because companies do sneakily change what they're doing. So it's, um, I love that you touched on like those big things that can happen when you're putting these chemicals into your body, like the, um, the cancers and the autoimmunes, but what are some symptoms that people may be feeling? Cause that's kind of like, okay, like that's huge. And you know that you've got a problem, but I always say that our body is really good at giving us clues and communicating and, and saying, Hey, something's not quite right long before that kind of happens. What are some symptoms that people may experience that kind of may let them know that they're kind of in that toxic overload phase? Ooh, um, it's a really good question, but it's quite a vast answer because I I believe that these things aren't something that will perhaps give you an immediate symptom. It's accumulative, just like metals, heavy metals. They they bioaccumulate over time, so your body never gets rid of like heavy metals. Maybe from um our you know water supply, lead pipes and. I mean, the obvious one is is mercury fillings. I've just worked with a client who had a who had three, and she was having a lot of health problems only in her twenties. And when we got to it, was that was a a huge indicator. Um, but otherwise, it might be quite subtle. But the accumulation over time, constantly over the over you know period of it might be years, is that might feel I don't know. It's a, a lot of them are endocrine disruptors, so you might feel. Um, sort of brain fog mm. uh so a lot of these things that toxicity build up what we're see- seeing a lot is a lot of like chronic fatigue sites yeah. type syndromes um and as i was saying a lot of these xenoestrogens for women they're having um you know fibroids and endometriosis so lots of pain um cramps maybe bleeding in the womb area or lower back pain, but they wouldn't, they may not necessarily put two and two together right? in that. And that might not be the only factor because we do live in a a toxic world with our water, with our food. And so we have to look at everything and emotionally as well. Emotions pay, pay, um, play a huge role, especially when it comes to things like into the, into the womb health. Um, So, uh, there are a lot of a lot of them are carcinogenic as well so I'll, I'll go into that a bit when we talk more about some of the ingredients and and what they um can the cause the symptoms that they, not symptoms but yeah how they can contribute to disease but so a lot of them might maybe cancer showing up specifically estrogen type cancers so breast cancer and in right. fact i have a resource or well, i don't have a resource but there's a resource on breast cancer dot org dot uk i think it is and they have like a list of all the kind of toxic chemicals in to avoid in body care products and household products and because they contribute they are carcinogenic yeah yeah wow yes go ahead another thing i wanted to say as well was um uh trick trick 
uh, triclosan, which is found is an antibacterial uh, chemical, and it's found a lot in like hand sanitizers and antibacterial right. uh, soaps and things. And now this has been shown to be resistant to bacteria, so that actually the antibiotics become resistant (laughs) to it. So it's like almost potential to create superbugs, you know, and um, um, also affects the gut microbiome because you're constantly wiping the, clearing the the microbiome off your hands. We're we're meant to be with some dirt and some earth and... Okay? that's oh, how we build up our, our our colonies of bacteria and so having that and of course in the last few years that has been pumped out everywhere yeah, absolutely <laughs> yeah, good. everywhere yeah and, and apart from making your hands really people's hands dry and especially children like their hands go going raw it's actually yes. affecting their gut microbiome that's right that's so interesting you know a lot of the things that you say is um um, what I experienced when I went through mold toxicity. And so I had symptoms like a, cro- like a chronic cough, even though I wasn't sick and chronic eye infections mm. and um, a hard time breathing and fatigue. And then kind of like the, the list went on. And, um, and then later on, I was diagnosed with SIBO and, and uh, thyroid and like all of these other yeah. things. But that was after like these little, these little symptoms. So that's um, interesting that you touch on those. It's um, it can become overwhelming when we think, okay, we live in this like toxic world. And, and I find, I found what by listening to your video, it kind of gave me relief in the sense that it feel really stressful when you're in the store and you're like, look, trying to read these labels, you, you know, what's going on. And so you want to do your best for yourself, for your family. So you're reading those labels, but it, it it does. You're like, I sometimes I used to sit there with Google and go, is this good? Is that not good? And it just takes you forever to shop. So when I saw what you were doing, I was like, oh, that's just actually way more simple. And it's not as intimidating because when you say things like Castile soap and like things that maybe someone hasn't been exposed to, and that could be like, oh my gosh, where do I get that? But actually you're, yes. you made it really simple. It's just like, you yeah. don't know, you don't know. So I loved that. Um, yeah, What were like some of the first nice. things that you started started making and do you have any like did they all work out do you have any funny stories of like <laughs> maybe I saw that um yeah do you know what to touch on on what you just said I mean I'm a minimalist so my Same. kind of body care bathroom um products are like yeah kind of minimal you know so I'll, I'll, I can run through what I yeah. like what I use pretty much like I don't buy into all the different kind of creams for my skin like day cream night cream and you know right. all of these things it's like what I use for body wash um I make from Castile soap and then I put my own essential oils in so I use that as my my body wash it's also within my hand washes as well in the in the bathrooms in the in the house oh, um, okay. when I have a bath I use Himalayan salt or Epsom salts yeah. or bentonite clay oh. um I know about and that's it. things my journey. Tell us about why that's such a good one. Well, actually, yeah, it's good for, I, I used it first with a, a detox, at an internal detox, um, just to help for, as part of a, a colon cleansing. Right. But also for the, um, in the body, it just helps draw out 
toxic it's good for drawing out toxins it's full of lots of minerals and um, you can put it on your face I put it under my armpits as well or my chest sometimes just to kind of these areas that perhaps you know they don't see sun or maybe Amazing. well not in the UK in the winter <laughs> or circulation as much you know so um yeah it's really good for like 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 as a bit of a mud mask as well right. to the minerals help to just draw out the toxins in the in the system Amazing. and then my and then body care I use just plain shea butter I don't make that but I can easily get that um online and just use plain shea butter for my whole body um some people might use like cocoa butter or um maybe some other kind of I use coconut oil I love it yeah, I was going to say that coconut oil works for some people as well. I find that it, it doesn't give me enough moisture in my skin. But um, and then, yeah, I make my own deodorant and then I just use essential oils as my perfume. Amazing. And that's really it. That's that's it. And I buy things like a good natural toothpaste. I haven't got into making my own toothpaste yet, but I will do. Um, It's a bit messy. I think I tr- tried it once with like charcoal powder and stuff. Yeah. It was just like. It was just messy. Yeah, I, I tried that too. And it's like, it's it's messy in, in your sink. And it, it, yeah, My and it's morning, you don't want to deal with mess. Like it also has to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, I buy a fluoride-free one. Um, and that's probably, yeah. And then I buy like a good, or nice organic skincare, mm-hmm. um, like a balm, cleansing butter, and then a moisturizer. Yeah, and there are great brands out there now that are very conscious and are have very, very simple ingredients. Like you look on the back and it's one or two or three things, like, so you know it's really good. Um, Yes, exactly. What are some of the, like, when you started on this journey I know you started younger as a child but then they're obviously like Mm. when you when you're in your 20s you go through a phase of like I don't know we're not as health conscious maybe it's by the cheapest product (laughs) right it's just kind of a normal phase of life like what were when you kind of went back to it and, and started to really do this live this way what are some of the benefits that you started to feel and what are some of the benefits that even clients of yours maybe have felt in making these simple changes in terms related to the body care or just generally within wellness I would say in terms of the body care and just using like less toxins in their, in their like general routines. Yeah. Well, for me, um, I, I always, because one of my my weakness when I was younger was my gut and I had all the sort of sensitivities and allergies and um, asthma and stuff and chemical sensitivity. So I still, um, although, you know, my gut, those issues that I used to have, um which were quite debilitating as a as a teenager that's that's gone now but um I still I am like a bit like a chemical detector I still that is still one of my sensitivities the chemical sensitivity so for example when I walk through duty free it's quite overwhelming because it's like oh you know spray someone sprays like a perfume in your face and you can't avoid it because of the location like you have to go through it yeah yeah so I use sometimes I used to go to clients houses and um some of their if they've been if there was like some household product that had been used or like a furniture polish I'd feel like I'd get like a a bit of a headache coming on I'd start to feel sort of a bit brain foggy um or my I'd start to feel wheezy so I knew that there was there was some chemical within that was in a product 
that was in the atmosphere and it didn't feel good so um so from there I would really you know go shop, look for alternative uh natural health household products eco-friendly household products um and then when I when I was doing the research for my book and I find that I could you know make some of the things I can make my own multi-purpose spray I use coconut oil as like a wood polish or as a wax or as like to loosen door frames not loosen oh, but oil up door frames yeah, you know? okay see I'm yeah <laughs> so I was like okay, okay this is this is this is just is more convenient um the multi-purpose spray lasts me like yeah again probably a year good best part of a year and I just top it up myself and um and so then I don't have I don't have those symptoms now like you know I want to feel comfortable in my home like I don't want to if I do a bit of cleaning and suddenly feel a bit woozy in my head or start to feel wheezy so for me it was like a quite a direct impact and then with with skin I think um well our skin is such is the largest organ in the body so what we're putting into it we're also absorbing what we're putting on it we're also absorbing part of that and if if most people's livers are already quite overwhelmed because that's the organ of detoxification so whatever the liver isn't breaking down and the colon is not breaking down it's kind of come out gonna come out in the skin and so I think with other products that perhaps I used in my 20s it would just feel yeah it was like either stripping my skin or um yeah just just didn't feel good and then I had my that fungal skin thing came back again on my arms which was more stress induced at that time I was just doing too much like like physically too much um and sometimes I think when you're in the world and this is a this is a something I've seen very commonly um in the world of personal training or fitness or of service is we kind of think um well in that time 10-15 years ago we sort of sort of may I think at that time I related stress to be more like um mental stress Mm -hmm. emotional stress um I didn't think physical stress could because I was fit and healthy I didn't think physical stress and then compact that with you know mental and emotional stress so that some point it's points in my life would affect me (laughs) but the body always knows a score yeah so when I had that fungal thing I was like okay yeah I need to take a I need to I need to I need to slow down I need to step yeah, back interesting I love our body is I was very conscious of what I was putting on my skin then yeah right our body's always telling us what to do and, and I, I think that's also a very female thing we're like oh I'm not stressed I'm okay and and then we're running around doing like a million things and our body is telling us otherwise but I think we've really been conditioned as well to think that we can do it all I am um, and distract ourselves yeah, right. You say that it's like your sensitivity, but I can't help but think it's actually your superpower because <laughs> at the end of the day, everyone is being impacted by toxins. It's just some people listen to their bodies, have learned to listen to their bodies more. Mm-hmm. Um, or like you said, your body might, you might feel, feel the symptoms um, differently or, or or think of the symptoms as different. Like I know um, for me personally, when I had the mold toxicity, it really affected my gut health. So I ended up with SIBO. And I remember for the first time in my life feeling depressed and 
it was the knowledge knowing that our gut health and our microbiome actually impacts our brain health is what actually kind of kept me grounded. I remember thinking this too will pass once I correct my gut health and heal that, that I will feel good again in my brain health and in my emotions. And, um, and, and it was, and it was true, but sometimes like that knowledge is, is, is power. And so I hope that anyone listening to this, it's, starting to kind of like click and and yes. you know turn on those light bulbs what yes. what do you say to the person who is and, and I get this attitude I understand this attitude of there's just toxins everywhere there's this there's that like there's no point like just live your life enjoy your life like why like yeah. it's just too overwhelming so like why even try like what what do you what do you say to those people because it's true we can't avoid toxins and I have been I guess on the extreme side where when I was working on healing where it almost became paralyzing where I was like yes. I literally don't know what to eat I don't know where to go I don't know what to do because I was just too like oh my gosh toxins are everywhere I'm never gonna like I was there. yeah we can become fo- kind of toxic toxic phobia yeah, that's not good either, <laughs> everything right? that's not healthy yeah. either so where's that balance and what you say to people that are like I don't even know like yeah, that's a really good question um I think awareness is key first of all and awareness is in is empowerment um and that would already start to build a strong base um you can't eradicate everything but really it it always goes back to um strengthening your internal state Mm. so your internal state that is your um mind body spirit so even your own energy your own frequency and your state so um because when you feel sort of when you feel kind of low or yeah let's say when if when you feel low that has an impact on your immune system right that opens your immune system stress fear all those kind of low energy um emotions fatigue lethargy apathy Mm -hmm. depression grief that um impacts your immune system anyway so then that leaves you a bit more perhaps open and vulnerable to um toxicity which can then be a contributing factor to other health health conditions but however if i raise my energy my state my vibration my level of health and vitality by my thoughts how I feel um finding joy play all of these things I'm already strengthening my immune system massively so then perhaps I I I you know don't have to be in this war or fight with toxins (laughs) or toxicity do and then do the best that you you can with the tools that you have yeah and and it can be a process over over a few years doesn't have to be all overnight yeah what one thing out with the other I love I absolutely love that and and in it is that whole knowing our bodies are able to detoxify we can handle toxins if we're doing all the things that we need to to be healthy our 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 bodies will naturally detox 
as long as we've got our detox pathways open. And like you said, um, even when you started thinking, when you started speaking words like joy and um, it all, it made me even feel calmer. Like when we're talking about the toxic world and this and that, like, <laughs> like you can feel just having that conversation, you feel the tension in your body and the and anxiety and, and we're professionals, like we know about this, but you feel that, right? Um, as soon as you start to talk about joy and abundance and our thoughts and you you actually feel your body get calmer and and stronger and I think that's the thing is is trusting and knowing that when we nourish ourselves and our bodies and and we do the best we can that um our bodies are natural healers too we can we can handle being out in the world (laughs) yes yeah absolutely and humans are incredibly resilient and adaptable um but it is it is like you know do I mean the do the best do the best that you can with the tools that you have but work on the internals work on the basic foundation principles the six pillars like the rest and getting good quality sleep being in rhythm with your circadian rhythms move every day so all of these lifestyle principles and you know eating um food that is like natural whole food not processed or in a packet or has like 10 15 chemicals in the ingredients um and then what are the other ones breathing, you know, take time to just open the diaphragm and slow the breathing that has huge impacts on brain and gut connection, the vagus nerve, how we feel, our state, um, hydration, quality water, I would say that's, that's you know, a, a something to definitely get, invest, invest in a good, good high quality filter. Yeah. Um, get those get those in in order first yeah get those in order first the water just... was the one thing that made the biggest difference in my health really? when I was suffering from the, from the mold yeah um and when my aunt had when we were in Mexico the doctor that she was working with that was the first thing was finding a source of clean water it, it was huge and so in my own mold journey I don't know why I didn't think of it within the first year I think you know to give myself credit you're dealing with the brain fog and all the symptoms you're not actually thinking clearly when you're in the thick of it but um a good friend of mine introduced me to the Berkey water filter yes that's what I, I, went to that. I love it and then when I went to the water yeah. store um the woman explained to me how just looking at chlorine like that's the one that's one thing right there's many but the chlorine how it impacts your lungs and then if you're already compromised and Mm. that was the thing within a few weeks of drinking that clean water um my breathing improved and and it had been so terrible for over a year so I'm I'm glad you touched on that just so we could just so that we could uh mention that I love Mm. I love the you talking about the six pillars because it's all things that we can do and it's 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 very like we have so many tools um Mm we're going back to the products you said it doesn't have to be something that you do and and I think that's that's great advice you don't have to do everything today start off slowly like give yourself the time to adapt to this new way what what is one or two things that you would suggest in terms of products that someone just give a go because it's easy to do that they can create themselves that will actually make an impact because it's something maybe that they're using every single day and I think that those are the easiest things is look at what you do every single day and start start there oh um like if I took one away from you which one would you not want me to take away (laughs) uh for me it'd probably be my body moisturizer which I just use I don't make that but I just I buy like raw shea butter so as I was saying so just get like 
because it's my whole body so what what am I using in my whole body so get bang bang for buck so I probably say start with your body wash and um what you're then moisturizing because that's going to be absorbed into, into your skin and sometimes into your bloodstream so um yeah get like a good um body moisturizer and what I love now I think there's so much more available I don't know what it's like in Canada but like 10 years ago you might have to have gone to like a specific store like there we had the organic pharmacy was one of the first sort of organic skincare body care places and products so I used to order online from them um, but now there's so many beautiful small business artis- artisan businesses. Um, and because like I used sometimes used to go to these, these local sort of, uh, what do they call them? Yeah, artisan markets near me. There was always someone there who make their own eco-sustainable products, um, like beautiful skincare, hand care, pro- like skincare, body care products. And and of course, when you look in the ingredients, it's just like, you know, simple, yeah. basic ingredients. Sometimes it has a, a, a chemical name because some of the like essential oils and some of those ingredients have like a, they do actually have like a kind of a physical, a, a biological name, which they have to have to list, but you, it, you can still connect it back to what it actually is. Right. Um, and so, yeah, maybe if you connect with one of like a small business near you or a small business in, online, even that makes so opens up the world to us if someone's yeah, Etsy don't have that yeah Etsy's a really good I don't do you have Etsy in you yeah. in Canada yeah. yeah they're really good for like lots of kind of small business artisan mm-hmm. sort of eco sustainable mm-hmm. organic products you know and then we you also know that you're supporting that um yes. small business and that's something that's become really important to me especially in the last few years yeah. um so I, that's what I would say and then I would say your body wash this is what I buy right oh gosh I love it this is I think what you showed amazing so this is organic castile soap have you heard of Dr Bron- Bronner's yeah we actually have it here in in the grocery stores yeah so this yeah. is this is the same stuff okay right amazing. and then I just add my own essential oils and I buy this in bulk I used to buy the Dr yeah. Bronner's and I do love their Dr Bronner's but I mean it is quite expensive like expensive, a bottle yeah. each time this is like 25 pounds amazing and that honestly lasts me a year like I top up my body wash the whole year um I top up all my hand like the hand washes in yeah. I just buy the glass bottle a nice glass bottle and and then I add my own essential oils so some really kind of good base essential oils are like um lemongrass important right sorry to interrupt but the because you just mentioned it but glass bottles are very important as well to yes preferable preferable so um I use yeah and I might put like lavender in Mm. like maybe 10 drops of lavender or something or lemongrass goes really well and and get a good quality uh, essential oil organic essential oil again that should be quite easy to come across so there'd be my two go-tos that that's like my body covered when I have a wash with the shea butter because I don't know a lot about it is it like um coconut oil where you want to buy like what are you looking for organic is it you know coconut oil they always say buy unrefined and raw and like what what kind of things do we need to look for for quality shea butter Mm. yeah well I mean shea 
it might shea is quite thick it's quite dense um it's it's good for, it comes from africa so it's quite good for like black skins and because you know absorb absorb more of the yeah. moisture we need well, to absorb more of the moisture. Northern, it's so dry here it's unbelievable oh wow mm-hmm. and, and cocoa cacao butter uh would you say cacao or cocoa cocoa butter okay. might be an alternative well it's not quite as as thick or like maybe a shea um a shea body butter where it's mixed with like um they might mix it with coconut oil so it's not quite as dense but i would look up like yeah raw shea butter amazing unrefined shea butter okay Um, those are the key words like you start to know this language that you can then buy with confidence when you know these kind of like little things to look for yeah and there's not if anything's added into it it's just like natural stuff like you know yeah coconut oil or the essential oil or something not like because you have like in um one of the you put I don't know if you do you have boots in Canada you know boots Uh, yeah here it's called shoppers drug mart or London drugs that's the equivalent of right yeah yeah because they always have those um palmer's cocoa butter and stuff but that's like yeah again that's not the pure stuff that's right yeah lots of crap yeah the language is really is really key um you mentioned this stuff is in your book like in your book do you have recipes too or is it you just talk about the process and the toxins um what I have with the body care stuff I've got I've got basically a chart um And your book is called Self-Care for Life in the City. So we put the links to it and everything so people can get it. Cool. Yes, please. So it's, um, yeah, what I have, I've I've put really nicely simple glance to look at, like the chemical ingredient. Yes. A list of the common chemical ingredients over a couple of pages. And then you have um, what it would be found in. Yes. Then you have like the potential risks and effects. Wow. And then I I give the natural the natural alternative. So um, do I have? So I list something like things that you can use or like natural toothpaste, for example. I haven't got the recipe for it. I think I might have for the deodorant. Oh yeah, I did put yeah. Make your own for the deodorant one. So aluminium is quite often found in deodorants, antiperspirants, and that's highly toxic to the brain. It's linked to breast cancer. So an alternative is uh, you can make your own um, with baking soda, arrowroot powder, coconut oil, and essential oils. I haven't put the breakdown of the recipe, like how much of each, but um, what's your part? They are. The... <laughs> what's that? I can send it's it to you. Two, maybe, but... yeah, maybe you can put it in the show notes. Yeah. And they—that's what I do. I've made this. This is actually for my partner's mom. You haven't seen her. If you can see, it smells really good as well i put lemongrass oh no i didn't lavender and patchouli um because she saw my video and she she, <laughs> she was asking she was asking warren about the like the deodorant um so i made her one and yeah so for deodorant like baking soda or bicarbonate of soda arrowroot powder coconut oil mixed together and then you put your own essential oils in that's literally how I made this pot and this will probably last best part of a year because you don't need much right yeah a lot of times like really good quality things you just need a little bit and it doesn't last you forever Francesca yeah. this has been like so enlightening so um I've learned so much 
So thank you. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. That's really why I podcast is so that I can learn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, such a pleasure. Such a pleasure. I know without a doubt that this episode is going to um, help someone in their journey to better health. So thank you so much. I The last question is just, um, I will have it in the show notes, but maybe just let us know how, what's the easiest way for people to get in touch with you? Um, well, I'm most active on Instagram under Mind Body Alchemist, and my website is www.mind-bodyalchemist.com. So the best ways to get in touch. Fantastic! Oh, Francesca, thank you again so much for your time, for your knowledge. It was just so much fun, and I'm just so grateful for you. Thank you. Oh, it's amazing. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes. I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.